So you got we got you got to start the show, right? Somehow. Somehow, Somehow it has to begin, and it's going to be. In. Um, <laughs> my name's Matt Denholm with Sarah Acura. I've been, in the, <laughs> I've been in. I've been in the business with Acura. Well, don't should we tell them what, what this is? Yeah. Well, I, okay. Fair enough. This this video, this podcast is basically dedicated to uh, informing our consumer in general. Our goal is to inform consumers about what uh, kind of insider information that not everyone gets to hear stuff that uh, information we feel like should be relayed to people and questions that we answer all the time. You know, the stuff that we get calls or people walking in and we thought maybe it'd be best to like try to get that out to everyone. Um, that's in general what this podcast is all about. Yeah, well said, Matt. I think that's really that you nailed it. It's it's we call it all things accurate because we're two guys at an accurate dealership with you know, quite a few years of experience with the Acura brand, you know, yeah. this passion uh, to get the information out comes from, you know, just all the other sources we see out there trying to provide information on Acura. Uh-huh. And it, they're not doing the best of jobs, uh, not only uh, for as you folks as consumers and the general public, but they're also not here, to be fair. Yep, as I would put it. As Matt would put it, you know, we're kind of where the rubber meets the road. So, we thought it would do uh, justice to um, communicate with uh, just people on a regular basis, getting the information yeah. out there in all things Acura World, what we know. Um, I come uh, with 18 years here with Acura brand mm-hmm. on, on this side of it. Um, so we can share a lot of, you know, what we learned over the 18 years um, and, you know, at the level that, that we have access to, of information to, uh, at least from a dealer standpoint, we can really get some good stuff out to you that's just not going to be well known within the media and, you know, the car gurus out there that just aren't inside the industry. Yeah. And that's like that kind of I think over the past really over the pandemic over these past couple of years, that's something that, you know, you read a lot of articles and we realize, hey, there's a lot of information out there, but not all of it is like good or concise information or information that's coming from someone who actually works at a dealer. And then you realize that the information that you're getting is is kind of not really correct. And uh, it's kind of can be skewed. Um, so that's just, you know, that was our passion to make sure people had what we felt was information that was actually from a dealership. Not- and I, yeah. And I think the one thing that everybody's fearful of is these big bad car guys which i get it you know you're going it's it's like going to the dentist i mean who wants to go buy a car from a dealership you know i understand that um but really what we want to convey uh as as a overwhelming theme to what we do is we're not looking for you to buy a car from us matter of fact we just want you to have the information yeah and you having the information makes our jobs much easier it's not about wanting to sell you a car, go to your local dealer, find the best dealer in your area. We'll talk about that on the show on the, on different episodes on, on fi- helping find that dealer. And you'll get the vibe of who's the right place to do business with and who's not. And just like Matt, uh, just an awesome salesperson himself. Um, and he's won numerous awards and just outstanding in his own right. Uh, but we don't expect that you're going to reach out to Matt to buy a car, right? That's yeah. It's more about just getting the information out. Yeah, and we have that information to provide. So we're sitting here, you know, we always discuss this information or stuff that we have that we come across. And it's like, man, I wish there was a way to like kind of get it out to more people because we have it and why not be able to share it? 
because it, it, it kind of helps the industry in general. You know, there's and that's still like a pain point with a lot of people is that it's that this transparency that I think a lot of dealerships try to say they have or say they're transparent. But there's still that that gap between, you know, the consumers and the dealerships and that transparency line just doesn't exist. So th this is, you know, the, again, the goal of this is to help that a little bit, help people like understand a little bit about what we do to help ease that pain, those pain points that they have at, at dealerships. And, and and there's a lot of this stuff we're going to talk about. So and, and Matt and I are really good at going down certain rabbit holes. So we'll stop this rabbit hole. You hopefully you got a gist <laughs> of what we're all about. And today, what we really want to touch on is the hot topic and the, what's going on. Unless you're living under a rock or in a bubble, it's really all about where in the world are these cars at? What is going on? How's come when I look out there, drive through a car dealership, drive past a dealership, there's no inventory, there's no cars. So we're going to speak of that uh, as far as Acura is concerned and kind of give you the, the little bit of the state of the union, where things are at. We'll touch a little bit on uh, where things are at and what's coming and then just walk through some steps on uh, as a consumer, what's the best way of maybe getting yourself in line for one or finding one. Uh, and then we'll kind of recap the show with some different um, incentive information and some different things that we know that, you know, you'd probably just have to go dig in and, and it'd be kind of hard to find that type of information uh, as it regards to Acura. Right, exactly. And, that, and that's like, oh. You know, it's funny that the you know this pandemic has obviously changed a lot of this and how people buy, and obviously with the inventory out there, and and uh, we still to this day, two years later, we're still like answering some of those same questions that uh, you know. So that's obviously the goal of this episode is to kind of like Justin said, get people a state of the union as to what uh, what is ex the expectation is out there. And we realize as an accurate dealership, we are a small microchasm of what the whole is but in general you know we could still look at what we do here what we have here as kind of like a big picture of things too so absolutely so where are the cars at matt what happened to them they're so, hiding them <laughs> we're, yeah. we're hiding them and and uh you guys might be listening to this and we realize that we, we're speaking to a lot of different audiences you know some people that are just interested in actors some people that might have been searching for something uh, some people uh, that might have one on order, and, and you're just yeah. trying to get information. That's on, true. On where's your where your cars at? Your dealers telling you all kinds of crazy stuff, and <laughs> and I'll tell you that you know the manufacturer is uh, reluctant to share a lot of information. We're in the dark on a lot of things, but we can just tell you kind of what we know and the trends and different things. This all started again, and as I go back, uh, try not to go down too many different rabbit holes. Uh, this all started with the chips in the in COVID. Uh, as you know, a lot of people were working from home. A lot of plants were shut down. Mm -hmm. Well, that created a huge demand on the semiconductor or chip industry for not only, you know, electronics and other needs. The manufacturer, the automobile manufacturers pulled back on their needs, uh, which created this huge wave of, of a problem coming. And the good news for a long time is we had a lot of inventory. Yeah, we, we had bought a lot of inventory prior and we had stuff really up until the last, well, this is uh, we're right now, this is 2022, February, 2022. But even up until last summer, we were talking about that. It's like we had we had quite a bit of inventory up until then. And it felt like, oh no, we're gonna be running out. But now we, I think are finally seeing the result of the, the chip shortages, the supplier shortages that happened over the past year and a half. Yeah, it really caught up with us the, the last quarter, the fourth quarter of 21, where, where our inventory that was on hand finally depleted enough where, you know, we weren't going to get enough cars to, to supplement what we had. 
And, you know, somebody that has not been in the market and not shopping, you, you, you probably heard and you know there's shortages and, and constraints with everything that's out there, whether it's manufacturing, food, I mean, mm. you hear it all, you know. Um, but you probably just don't know to what degree. So I, I, I understand walking into a place and, and, and not even being able to see one of the cars that, that you want to see, right? right I mean, right. let alone yeah. be able to have one. There's been like waiting lists for even to test drive a car at certain dealerships from what I've heard. So it's like, you know, you just never know when you walk in and, and, you know, being in this business and we kind of, we see that stuff. So we kind of make these assumptions that people like should automatically know these things. And, and I'm sure that a lot of people, you know, anyone listening to this probably has walked into dealerships and felt like, you know, Hey, like they get frustrated with you because, you know, they feel like you should know that, but obviously we're in the inside looking out, you guys are the outside looking in. And so, you know, it's, it's one of these things we hope to like help alleviate. <laughs> so people don't get, you know, there's not this like, frustration and pain that everyone has when it comes to buying a car so so i if you're if you're listening to this you probably know that there there's an issue there's a problem uh, out there the good news is is i think and you know knock on wood that probably sounds bad on a podcast it just probably does all kinds of weird things we're, we're, we are not radio we are uh, personalities 100 amateurs um i i have a voice for tv i am not good at this for tv but is, right, it's so a you, for, you, you have a face for radio, face for radio, but I have a voice for TV. Voice for I'm not, TV. I'm not meant for this either. But, <laughs> but you know, we're we're at the bottom of that of that deep valley of of probably the worst of the demand. I think it really came towards the end of the year, mm-hmm. and and then uh, we had that other spike of COVID, and that put a lot of uh, manufacturing. And when we talk about manufacturing, we're not just talking about the car that plant that builds our cars because Acura's a lot of them are coming from you know right here uh, close to us here in Marysville, Ohio. Uh, we're just south of Cleveland, uh, just outside of Akron, Ohio. But so a lot of the vehicles are coming not too far from us here. Mm-hmm. But it's not just that plant that's having troubles. It's the suppliers, right? It's everything that's involved with getting that car, and as the chips are a big piece of that, right? Yeah, and then the labor shortage became the backside of that. Um, obviously chips and then supplying and then labor because a lot of people were taking off time with that, that second wave of the Omicron variant. And, you know, here we are. And, and that's, that's kind of <laughs> where we're at right now. That's like right. the current state. So the good news, if you're listening, after you've listened to us, you know, tell a little bit who we are and ramble down the rabbit hole for just a little bit and you hung on to now, the good news is we are headed our way out now that won't mean there there won't be hiccups on the way out of this, right? This is going to be a long term. There's there's no short term fix for this to get the inventory levels back up to where they were. Gosh, even a year ago, Matt, it, you, like yeah. you said when we were yeah. discussing this yesterday, it was it's probably going to be this time next year before we even start to think we, we resemble what yeah. we used to. Oh, for sure. It, it, yeah, you just don't know. I mean, we we don't want to make any promises, and we we don't know. But uh, you know what's happening is we have you know a lot of deposits, and we'll get into like how to get a car. But like we have deposits on cars that are coming in, and as they're coming in, they're already kind of leaving. So it's not like we have some anything to replenish what we had in the past. So right. Know. So so the the good news is the last couple uh, shipments we've got, we were getting you know, one to two's cars, you know, every couple of days. And the last, we've actually gotten full almost truckloads uh, the last few for the last, last couple of weeks. So yeah. we, we've seen a, a, a pretty uh, nice pickup in the pace of vehicles getting built and coming in. Uh, 
And then we'll talk a little bit about orders and what's going in the system. We've have actually seen some orders pop, get pulled in the system that, that we didn't expect to have happen yet and uh, be able to order some cars that we didn't think we were going to be able to order quite yet. So um, I, it, it's a positive note. But as a consumer, you're looking at us today and you're going, I still don't know where the cars are. How do I get one of these things? So, so yeah. we're going to kind of walk that walk down that path as just from a dealer standpoint and, you know, talking to people every day, right. you know, what's what's the best avenue to get yourself on one of these lists if you if you want a car and and how to contact us as dealers right. and yeah, and, and so, you know, we feel these calls all the time. We have people coming in all the time asking about, you know, okay, hey, do you guys have anything available? And again, this all goes back to people who have had deposits for a while. So, you know, just to kind of give you like a, a brief story, you know, every day, I mean, I myself, I, I'm one person of many here at the dealership, but I myself, I feel two to three calls a day on, hey, I see this car is available on your website. You know, can I, is it available? And most of the time the answer is no. And then we kind of say, hey, would you like to put your name on the list? And sometimes people say no. And the next thing it's like, well, okay, you're going to wait even longer then. It's, well, and to be fair from their standpoint yeah. is, you know, they want to pick up the phone. They want to call the next yeah. place, hoping that that car, they're going to find something there, which I guess we'd all kind of yeah, maybe and, do that same right. thing. And sometimes you might get lucky. You never know. There might be one that lands or whatever. But in general, you know, the best thing to do uh, from our standpoint is to, you know, kind of figure out what you want. And obviously, if you want to stop in and, and we can put a deposit on something and, and get it ordered in the next set. And I know, Justin, you do the ordering. And so you see a lot of that of what we are have coming in or what you can even order. I know today we were literally just discussing what that looked like. And they changed some of those things on us. So it's yeah well we'll go down we'll dive down that uh hang on you know and we'll we're, we'll try to get to the point but we'll, we'll dive down that but let's uh i'll kind of walk through that because i don't think uh most in general the consumer understands that what shows up on our our website is a direct feed only when that vehicle is in our system in other words we've received the vehicle so and it doesn't show what ones are sold or not right. unfortunately you know, shame on us in the, as an industry, we, we have not done very fast shifting of what's going on. And, and this isn't a problem that dealers have had, right? They just never have had this problem. That's true. And so, yeah. so nothing's built that way, right? Built everything on as far as our online presence is built for on-hand inventory right. of what's happening right it's now. It's been that way right? for years. Forever. Right? And so, <laughs> and so yeah. nobody's shifting gears fast enough, and, and shame on us. And I, if I had control over it, maybe we, it'd change. No. But, <laughs> but, but that's you just the reality. <laughs> right. Yeah. So what's happening is you're getting on the website, you're seeing a car. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of times that car is already gone. It's not spoken for. And so you don't know unless you pick up the phone and call or reach out to the dealership via email or chat or something. And you really need to do that. And really, like on top of that, um, the best thing to do is call. It's call because, you know, our chat systems don't we can't necessarily get around to those chat systems right away. It might not be to the next day. And. You know, if you call, you can talk to a person who is literally in the fr on the front lines, like someone who can actually go out and touch the car, see if it's even here, you know, get a better picture. You know, we have anyone who's watching. We have our list of cars that are coming in. We've done a good job of making sure who has deposits on ca cars, things like that. So it's kind of our master list as to what is actually happening. And there's countless times where I'm on a phone call where someone asks if the car is available or you know, if I say no, the next thing I do is go to list, be like, hey, what 
timeout, we might have something that might be coming in, you know, in the near future that might be of the color you want. And so that's kind of where that wait time happens. It's not like there's not like one or two coming in. It's just a matter of, is that the right color you want or package? Right, right. And, and it really, you, you got to have somebody, especially if you're trying to find a car that's on the ground, you got to get in touch with a dealership, a salesperson. You got to find somebody that's willing to, to do the legwork and go out and put their hand on things, find out which ones are available. And then if they're not, you know, the worst thing, and I know you, there's the fear that we're going to call and badger people, but, you know, we really just want to connect the people that, that when we have a car available for the people that are looking for a car, and that's all we're trying to do. And if you can leave your information with them so when something <laughs> does come available, you're, you're there. And I can't tell you how many times, Matt, and we just had some today, yeah. where people switch colors, they switch gears, they do something else, yeah. and a car becomes available. Yeah. And, and it, you know, there, there was probably, you know, X amount of people just – you know, within the last couple of weeks that we're looking for that car that we right. didn't think was available. So, yeah. And, and it gets tricky because like, it's just like this redundancy of like taking call after call saying, Hey, it's not available. What can I do? What's the, you know, the next step is then would you like to put your name on the list? So kind of getting back to like what, what we actually, what you should do. Obviously, if you haven't already put your name on a list, it's, I know I get it. Like call around to see if anyone has anything available, but really at this point, you really want to try to make sure you get your name in somewhere you know, to make sure, hey, get it, give them a deposit, let them know what you have, or let, let them know what you want, and then go from there. Yeah, and if you have not stopped in at the dealership and driven one, please, please start there. Oh, uh, you know, <laughs> it, yeah. it, it, it's hard to navigate the people that are found what they want and are ready to buy versus the people that haven't seen it yet. And it, it's not a criticism money. I, I understand, but make sure you get it to a dealership. You, you get a chance to drive the car, experience the car um, by, at least from our standpoint, we, we're not in the business of collecting deposits. We don't want deposits. Yeah. We just want to sell cars and that's yeah. the only thing for it. Um, so we just want to make sure that, that you've already had a chance to experience the vehicle. If you haven't, let's do that first. Yeah. And that's the other piece of that, and I think we probably jumped ahead of ourselves a little bit on that, is uh, make sure the dealership has something there for you to drive that is uh, of interest, right? <laughs> I know that sounds true. crazy, yeah. but, you know, we're, we're really low. I, right now, uh, shame on us, but the new 22 RDX, which has had some, up, you know, minor upgrades to it, but is a really cool vehicle. Um, we. We don't have one here for no, them, not even yeah, not even yours, <laughs> right? So the only one so, we have is our pre-owned one, and I don't even think the ones the ones back in service aren't even uh, right. Aren't twenty two? So, so we'll find a RDX that's similar to drive, but we don't have a twenty two for someone to experience, and um, and that's that might be a hard thing for somebody to be able to even find. Yeah. We do have an MDX. We, we were smart enough uh, back when this started to really un. Ravel, mm -hmm. I guess maybe yeah, Ravel, oh, Unravel. Yeah. Unravel, big time. Um, to, to make sure we had one of those that we hung on to, we typically will have a TLX and we've had cars in service that so we've been able to kind of reserve, set aside to make sure people get a chance to experience the car. Because by no means do we want to put you on a list, make you wait and have a car come in that, that's not what you're looking for. That That's right, exactly. And, and the, other, the other thing I'll say to that is that, you know, we have, you know, this, this was just, this happened to me, but... Uh, you know, consider the other, your fellow consumers out there when it comes to putting a deposit on a car. And I say that because if you haven't really, you know, even experienced the car and you're just trying to put a deposit on the car just to try to hold it for yourself. Again, like Justin said, we don't necessarily want to just take deposits. Like we don't, it's not exciting for me to go back and run a credit card number. That's not what we want to do. But consider if you're planning on putting a deposit on the car, you know, 
consider that card to be yours um, because all of a sudden, if you waited and you decided on something else, then you know there could have been other people who might have wanted that car. You know, and we don't care, but other people might. You know, so that's where that's what that's how I feel about that. Like, you know, consider your fellow consumers when it comes to that. Yeah. So, and and we're not questioning anybody's intent on uh, wanting to buy. Just more so making sure that that's what you want before you yeah. get on that that whole yeah. Because then all trail. Yeah. <laughs> Because then you have to re- yeah, it's just a it's a whole mess of things that can happen. So I you know to recap that make make sure you can look on their website, but that information is going to be highly inaccurate, unfortunately. And that's you know until we resolve that as an industry, this isn't just accurate. I mean, I think it's across the board. Oh, yeah. You know they've done a good job. I think we can now see in transit vehicles. But again, you're talking about vehicles that are already sold and. Unfortunately, we mark them sold with Acura, and then they end up in our inventory showing as a vehicle that's available. It, it's a we're chasing our own tail, but that's mm-hmm. that's where we're just not used to this whole this industry being like this, right? Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I like you, you. Obviously, you've been here for eighteen years. I've been here for almost eight, so it's it's new for all of us. And you know, it, it's not something that I don't think you've ever experienced anything like this before. Well, you know, uh, to a little degree, we had the tsunami, tsunami back in two thousand and ten, and I, you know, that's way back in the Acura archives. But that what that tsunami did was there were so many components, even for the cars that were built here, that were yeah. being supplied from over there. It really just log jammed the whole system. So we actually got to a point where we had no cars for, for a couple months. And, and it, but, but the source was, everybody knew what was happening, right? It was right. just that one, uh, one uh, area, and I can't even think where the tsunami was. Oh, no. me, but, oh sure. Uh, I, I but <laughs> but that, that was the only time we've ever been through anything like this. And it, there was a, a good portion of the, you know, at least the industry that got received pieces and right, parts from right. there that was affected. Yeah. Um, but this is definitely the longest and the most drawn out. And like we talked about earlier, it's it's going to be a while before we see relief on this. In other words, where you can walk into a dealership and have an expectation where you could take a car home or get a car within a short you know, two, three week time frame, and Right. And, and that's kind of changing how the industry like Ford had come out and, and they were talking about, well, maybe we're not going to, and I, who knows what that's going to look like, but they're not going to just have like vehicles, you know, mass amounts of vehicles. And the, there's some number that was talked about. It was like 4 million cars that were just like sitting around, like not being purchased. They were sitting on yeah. lots. And I, I have uh, some thoughts and we'll dive into that maybe on another episode. <laughs> I, I think that, you know, the industry has so much ground to make up from lost production. I would be, when they can build cars, they're going to build cars. <laughs> I, you know, there's a lot of talk about, yeah. well, we're going to keep it a little bit on the lean side. We want to lean towards orders, which they always do. Right. But we're all realists in saying that if if I can build a thousand widgets and as a manufacturer, when they give them to us, the dealer, we own them, right? They're right. our cars, yeah, right? They don't care. So they don't care. <laughs> it's, so I, you know, when, when it really comes down to it, they're going to build as many as they can. And yeah. they're going to send them to us. Yeah, um, I don't think there was going to be any part on their side to say to to throttle back that um, how much is coming to you know. Right. Uh, but it it's it's such a long process, and you know, with cars coming in sold, nothing gets accumulated on the ground, and it's a long time before we get that ground stock. So yeah, and then those incentives change too in terms of like if it's not there. Yeah. Know, right. You know, so right, and I think the manufacturers <laughs> kind of like that part of it. You know. Um, clearly, and we'll get into pricing and where cars are selling for, we're going to dive into that on the next one because (laughs) that's a hot topic. So, and so stay tuned the next, um, for the next episode, we're going to get into that. 
uh, a little bit about that. And that's a touchy area. We're going to have a lot of people, you know, um, that won't like us. But, you know, this yeah. is a business like anything else. And we're, we're not... We're not in denial. We're here. We're here to make a profit. You're here to get the best deal you can and get the most car for your money. We work for Acura because we believe that these cars do offer a ton of value for the price, yep. and we love the product, and that's why we're here, and that's why we're talking about this, mm-hmm. um, and about the industry itself. So, you know, I think we're we're both so customer service driven. You know, obviously that's where we've had our our success um, here. At, you know, as individuals and as a store. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's such a Acura is such a great brand to be a part of, but, uh, but yeah, we, I'm, it's kind of crazy and it kind of stinks and not to digress, but like, you know, the MDX, which they redesigned, it's like in these years they couldn't produce them. It's like, man, that car could have been like a home run Oh, yeah, even more than it already is. And, you know, and, and I know that's frustrated a lot of people out there. And if you're listening <laughs> to this, you might have one on order or you might be waiting for one or you might have just got one. And it, it's, there's nobody that's as frustrated as we are with, yeah. with how long it's taken it took a long time for the car to get released, even when it was supposed to. As a matter of fact, they skipped the model year. I yeah, mean, that's, that's the first yeah. time actors ever done that. I, they, not many brands do that. They they literally skipped the model year because they couldn't get the car out. Uh, and you know, COVID and you know, yep. all, just just the, the rabbit hole of problems and and to get yeah, even today, it's someone that said you guys don't have don't don't have a twenty twenty one, and I go, well, they never made one, and so you know, something that people don't think about, um, and that. There's a lot of stuff we could keep going down the rabbit hole with, but you know, I don't know if you wanted to talk about like leasing at all, like people's lease coming up with well, we'll, inventory. Yeah, so those are some of the topics that we will touch on. Uh, we will try not to wrap them all into one big long show, right, right. but we'll, we'll talk about leasing. Uh, what should you do with your lease if you have one? Where there's some of the different options, what can you do with your lease, well, especially right now? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, we'll dive into those different things. We'll talk about pricing because I, th- I know that's hot on the subject of a lot of people and de- a lot of dealers are all over the map on this. So we'll, we'll touch on that. Um, as, as a kind of a recap, on a positive note, that MDX Type S has landed. If you guys haven't seen that yet, hopefully you have. It's, a, it's an awesome vehicle. It's here now, finally. Uh, again, Acura promised that to us by the end of the year. Yeah, and, that's right. And yeah. we all sat around watching yeah. the ball drop without our MDX Type S. And, <laughs> I waited and, here for it. And you waited? I was here <laughs> at the dealership at midnight. That's how dedicated I was. So uh, so that vehicle finally showed up, you know, a month-ish late uh, from the last minute that they, you know, we expected that car really last fall. It just kept getting pushed. And it, it, it's a nice, nice MDX. We, we really just got it couple days ago so we, we haven't dove in too much on our own we will definitely get more information out to that matt actually has an awesome video coming out um that you'll catch here on youtube uh go comparing some of the different packages on it yeah because yeah, we have the ace as of this video we have an ace back mdx type s the regular one or tech package however you want to put that and then the mdx type s advanced so we yeah. have those three here we and have, that's what the video yeah is three on. of them here on hand right now which we know uh is going to be this is a short blip we we have the demo unit um by the way your dealers uh local dealers uh, have a demo unit because the chances are everybody signed up for that that is one unit that they have to keep for you to be able to dress, test drive and see what it's all about 
They cannot sell that unit to you. So do not beg and plead. Do not throw money at them. They can't sell you that unit. And if they choose to sell you that unit, they lose future allocation, which will cost them more than just that sale, that unit. So it is what it is, but this allows people to see that car, experience it, see what it's all about. It's smart. They um, did that with the, the TLXs. Yeah, they did it with yeah, the TLX. No. And looking back, it it you know, for us it seemed like forever before we could sell it. Now that then after we sold it. You know, look back. I said, "Gosh, I wish I would have kept it because now we don't have we don't have, we haven't had yeah, one yeah. since to show anybody." That's, I mean, that, it, 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 really, I don't even remember when was the last time we even had we, one. We we had one Tiger Eye Pearl that came in and it was gone within a day, and that's yeah. what happens. And so now all everybody that's out there that wants to look at one hasn't been able to had a chance to experience it. Um, so shame on us. Live and learn. Uh, we'll we'll do better with this MDX as time goes on. So that's a positive note. That vehicle has showed up. Like I mentioned, we are we've gotten full trucks of vehicles um, coming in, and again, most of those sold. But we do have a couple things available now, which is exciting. I think this is the most vehicles on hand that we've had for a while. A combination of sold, but some mm-hmm. things that are available. Uh, but it's one, still good to see the cars. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I, <laughs> like, we had all this cow. space, and now now we're starting to fill it up with things, and it, yeah. it just it's exciting to have something to talk about when you're when you, when you guys call and when you reach out to us. So, um, so one thing I did want to touch on on this show, uh, and it, you know, we're we're looking for you guys to provide some feedback on what you want to know about Acura, what you what you want to know about. Uh, the brand itself, the about industry, the product, yeah. the industry. Yeah. How, you know, talk to us about that. Uh, let us know. Uh, comments, emails. We'll try to put a lot, the contact information in here. Again, uh, this show isn't to sell you a car. Uh, Matt is an awesome salesperson. But if if you're if you're listening from Seattle, Washington, thank you very much. Appreciate <laughs> that. But you don't have to reach out to Matt to to get a car. Um, we'll, we'll, we, we do we do fine here, we, but uh, yeah. yeah. It's it, I lo- love the uh, recognition for that, but that that's not why we're doing it. Um, we just really want to get the information out. So let us know what kind of information is valuable to you. Uh, we'll provide you with updates and information as we have it. We did just go through uh, Monday and Tuesday is what was Actors Order Cycle. And uh, I was just going to give you a little recap. So if you're listening to this and you have a vehicle on order, what we are allowed to order and so what happens is we order, we're, we're given a certain allocation of vehicles. And within that allocation, there's usually certain limitations they put yeah. on what we can get. It's a great way to put it. Because it's very different than like a lot of other manufacturers. Oh, and absolutely. Think, yeah. Depending on where you've bought cars before, I think there's still that. Well, they don't know. People, I, I barely know. You, Justin does all the ordering. So I barely know what that looks like. So it is interesting. People are like, well, you can't just order that car. Like, here's what I want. Order it. Like, right. So so Acura and even Honda, to an extent, they, they plan out pretty far on wh- what kind of allocation as far as vehicles they're going to build. And they have a really long order planning process. So, so they already have an idea, you know, two, three months out what they're going to produce. Now... We're going to try to order a vehicle, fit, fill one your order, if you order a car, with one of those vehicles that are coming is the ideal situation. But to give you an idea, this was for uh, March, April build. Um, we do have RDXs in the system. There was a decent amount of RDXs. I'm not going to go with the exact numbers because it's going to be different at every dealership across the country. Um, we're a probably a medium to large Acura dealership across the span. So we're a good you know, mid-sample size. Some of you... 
for if we're talking in numbers, you could probably double it for the bit larger markets when you get into you know your Chicago, your Texas, your Columbus, you know even, Columbus, yeah. um, New York ones, New York markets. It, it, obviously, <laughs> this is all goes up in volume, but keep in mind there's also a greater population looking for those, so it's right. somewhat relative no matter how you speak <laughs> That's of it. That's true. Um, so there were RDX orders uh, pretty much open across the board. The only thing I caution you is. Uh, they did limit the number of colors that were available on the base model RDX. Um, there are only three colors available on this order. Um, so again, we had some sold orders that weren't able to be filled just because of availability. And I don't know if that's a supplier issue. We don't know where that's coming from, but they're, they're, they're trying to build what they can build. Um, so there are only three colors available for on the base RDX that were available. Everything else was was open. They did uh, eliminate the following colors for this order cycle, and I think this is moving forward uh, through the 22 model year, is there will be no more black parchment, um, the black pearl with the parchment interior, and no more silver with the gray stone on RDX. Uh, MDX, everything's uh, was pretty open. Very limited uh, base or entry-level model uh, with the MDX. They're f focusing high, uh, more so on the tech, a-spec and advanced trims, uh, and very limited in two-wheel drive. So I apologize for the rest of the country that that is what you like to buy. You know, the Acura all-wheel drive system has unbelievable. It's worth the two grand. That's don't sell yourself short. That's a whole nother video. <laughs> and I know sometimes you don't need it, so you don't care. But it's not. Yeah. But it's it's worth the money. And there's very limited availability as far as colors. I won't rattle through all that. Just know that if you've got one of those on order and you have a hard time getting it, consider going to all-wheel drive. You might be able to find your vehicle a little faster or your dealer might be able to help you out with that a little bit more. As far as regular MDX tech and advanced, these following colors were not available and they have not been available. So we might fear that these might go away for the 22 model year at least. And that is the red with parchment. The violet pearl with ebony, which is a new color, but I'm afraid it's it was such a niche color. I don't know how yeah, that's going to go over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, black with parchment again, and um, black with espresso. So it looks like that parchment interior. I don't, and I don't know if, how those cows come any different than the other ones, but it sounds like they're having some issues with yeah, that. Yeah, the tan, the parchment <laughs> cows are gone. Yeah, so. So just be aware of that now I was able to order some parchment in in white in um in a couple other vehicle in a, in a couple other trim packages, and we did get I think what will be and uh, again don't take this as the gospel I, because I don't know it's speculation yeah, right. it might be our last uh, allocation of ILX because as you may or may not be aware the Integra is not too far away we'll talk about that again uh, in future I actually episodes. thought this, this past order you were going to be able to order. I, I almost did too, right? Okay. Because we're talking about March, April production. Again, these could be mid to end of March, and then we could be talking about a changeover as they transition to the Integra. Okay. So, um, so, and they're very limited availability. There, there was no base trims available in, in ILX uh, and no premium trims, just A-spec premium models. So if you had an ILX on your radar, it's going to be an ILX A-Spec Premium because that's the only thing that's available. Oh, A-Spec, not just Premium, but A-Spec Premium? premium. Oh. So that's the only vehicle that we were able to. Oh, that's fine. So <laughs> that's, the, that's uh, a good car. And that's really, that's probably the meat of what the Premium and the Premium A-Spec are what really people are really after. On Question that. for you that I didn't, I didn't ask you earlier. 23 MDXs? 
So yeah, no talk on that. Uh, Everything's 22 or 22 across the board. I do. That's a great question, Matt, because the 22 came out early. So I know it's like they skipped 21. So, so we, we there at some point we expect a uh, earlier trend switch over to a 23. Right. So that brings us to another piece and maybe we'll, we'll, we'll hang on to that for next, make a note of that. We'll talk about that next week because uh, if you have an MDX on order and we start mm. to push uh, whether that vehicle is going to get here or time, it could change to a 22, right? I, well, and that'll change like the incentive. And look. they'll change the incentive <laughs> and the price. So, so uh, oh. we'll talk about that a little bit more on the next episode. Um, the last, so last, I just want to touch on the incentives real quick. I won't dive through all of them because I know we're taking a lot of your time, but we, there just so much information and so much stuff that we want to share. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some incentives on some different cars. Um, 21 RDXs probably aren't, there probably isn't one of those on the ground anywhere. If, if you have a dealer that has one of those and you haven't Scoop taken advantage of that, you should. I don't think there are many. I know in our district or zone, which we're kind of the Midwest, and we run all the way to almost down to Texas, or there was next to nothing available for all the dealers. So uh, 22 RDX does have a uh, 2.9% special up to 60 months. That is their finance rate. The big news is on, uh, on TLX and MDX, uh, I don't know if everybody realizes that MDX, it's a, it, you know, they had a price increase. Again, make a note of that. We'll talk about that. <laughs> Wait, again? Wait a second time. What they had a price increase you probably didn't know, but if you had one on order prior to the beginning of this year, it, the price has changed on that vehicle. Um, not dramatically, but we can go through and touch on that, on how much that's changed. Um, but there is a, still a featured lease, and Acura has done a, a really good job, I think, on this vehicle, given the demand of zero you know, availability to keep somewhat of a lease special. It actually has the lowest, you know, money factor special across any of our cars. Right, which is wild. Which is wild. <laughs> and they've hung on to Acura loyalty. And what that means is they have an incentive that if you have a 2021 or newer. Uh, 2012. Well, they, they it was 21 for this because they skipped that model year. But. It usually goes back ten years. Oh, I got you. No, I, I usually goes back ten years. They allow they. That's what they consider you a, a loyal per, person to the brand. Mm-hmm. So they have a thousand dollar loyalty rebate that you can use any way you want. You don't have to trade that vehicle. It just needs to be in your household. Yep. Uh, just literally at the same address could be could, could be your cat's vehicle for could be. it doesn't matter. My cats don't have any cars, but Fido doesn't have a car. <laughs> well, you should get him an Acura. That loyalty <laughs> might pay off. And then they still have the Conquest, which uh, is a lot of different luxury brands, which we won't, we'll, again, dive a little bit more into maybe another episode. Yeah. But there's a $750 Conquest still on that vehicle. Um, and that's, uh, they, they include Honda, sister brand on that, as well as a lot of different luxury brands. So that, as well as they still are offering a 2.9% APR on the MDX. Um, but the one I wanted to touch on real quick is 21 TLX. There still might be a handful of those out there. I think we have one left. Oh, we have one left. That's right, yeah. And not only is there still a decent lease special on that car, but there is a $2,500 loyalty or conquest rebate on that car still. It is probably the only car on the planet that has any type of rebate like that. I actually think it was on like in those, the US. There was one newspaper that had it. And they've had that since what? Like last spring? Right. Remember right. we kept saying? They're going to drop it. They're yeah, going to drop it. They're going to drop it, and they never did. They did a really good job <laughs> keeping it because they're just trying to clear that 20, those 21 inventory out, which they've done a great job. It, it, that You can take advantage of that as well as 
0.9% financing for up to 60 months. Again, probably, I mean, I think I did see some manufacturer advertising 0%. I, what, I'm all for incentives, but typically <laughs> incentives are to help move vehicles that are there. And that's, you know, when it comes down to yeah. the meat and potatoes of why manufacturers have incentives, it's to move cars that are sitting on the ground. And when there are no cars, usually you yeah. don't see those type of well, things. Well, I do wonder, and not to go down this rabbit hole because we can, is which manufacturers are doing that on specific cars. Like like Honda LXs, I know they did that for a while. Like, yeah. you know. Usually the slower moving are things that might not be going as fast as others or what's going to get yeah. some of those incentives. But they have a nice incentive on the 2022 TLX. Um, they have a you know, fairly decent lease on that vehicle, as well as they're offering a thousand dollar loyalty cash for 750 conquests. And we can dive into that. It does exclude the type S models. Sorry guys. Same way with the lease special. And PMCs. And PMCs. Yes. Good good to point that out on. Almost forgot about the PMC here. So. Almost forgot. Almost forgot about them. (laughs) Almost like we never had it. Right. right. Or never had a chance to. Never have a chance. All right, so um, hopefully that provided a lot of information where we're at as as looking down the tunnel. What we want to do is just kind of keep adding to this, keep giving you updates, keep giving you. Um, we'll, we'll dial in uh, our subjects a little bit today. We want to introduce ourselves, get a little bit you familiar with what we were trying to accomplish as just a couple of guys that humans sell Acuras at an Acura store. At an Acura store, and we are humans too, so. Yeah. yeah. Don't, you know, people walk in. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're people too. So. Right. Yeah, don't yell at us. Again, <laughs> we're, we're, the more, the less you yell, the more we'll give you information. And more money. No. <laughs> and, and, a better deal. <laughs> and a better deal. We'll talk about a better deal. We'll, that's another subject oh, for another day. It's one of Matt's favorites. What's, right. a, what's a good deal? That's right. Right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you very much. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. If you're watching us on thing. YouTube, thank you very much. Yep. And we'll see you again for the next one. Make sure you look for that video. Matt's got coming out on the MDX. That's yeah. a surefire one. In the that middle has a lot of, of information. Uh, in the middle of editing it, as you speak. I was just yeah. going to do that during the podcast, but so right, right you should have that out hopefully uh, soon, and uh, we'll get more information out video-wise to on those vehicles. Look for us next week. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon.